and welcome 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 to the first episode of season five yes i'm super excited i am i don't even know so i planned to start singing at the beginning of this episode but if you know me you know my voice will fail me so let's just have me say thank you for joining me Thank you for being a part of the journey. Thank you. So if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, if you have an Apple device, um, Google device, or you could just go to my website and then just enter your email so you can get an email every time an episode drops. Otherwise, everywhere you enjoy listening to music or podcasts, you can find Miss Peace Speaks podcast. So just go ahead and search for Miss Peace Speaks, add it to your library. So every time I put out an episode, you get notified and you don't miss out on the goodness I have this season. So my first episode, oh my God, I am super excited. So I have Stacy Ruth and um, we connected on Facebook. Before we got on to record, we try to figure out what we will talk about. And one of the things that resonated with me that was mentioned was learning to trust your own inner compass when the world is telling you that you are wrong. And that's basically what we're going to be talking about. We're talking about embracing your true unstoppable nature. And um, without further ado, as always, Sit back, grab a drink. If you're driving, don't do that. And let's get right into it. Okay, so I have Stacy Ruth on here with me. And she's here in Atlanta. She is a very successful woman. And she has so many accolades to her name. I don't believe that I can tell it as well as she will be able to. So if you don't mind, please introduce yourself. I would love to introduce myself. Thank you so much. It's great to be chatting with my neighbor here in Georgia on this cold day. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I I'll share a little bit about my background because I think that it might uh, resonate with some of your listeners because I spent uh, almost 30 years as an entrepreneur and a marketer, and I was very successful at it. I built two multi-million dollar marketing agencies, and before the age of 50, I got to be one of the top 50 entrepreneurs in Atlanta and twice uh, top it agencies in the country by Experiential Marketer Magazine. So, you know, it was a good success story. It was a great run. Um, And, you know, I did it all with um, all the stress that one might imagine goes with that, including um, two divorces during that time frame. And uh, my health suffered. And I uh, had hair loss. I'm lucky I didn't have a chronic disease. I know a lot of people who have been through that um, have had those experiences. But uh, it taught me a lot uh, about the difference between going with the flow and being in the flow. Mm -hmm. And I am now excited to be able to 
share that in my new book, Own Your Own Shift. I'll, be careful how you say that, by the way. Because oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I kept saying, Own Your Own Shit. <laughs> yes. You can say it, but that's, you're not going to find that on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but definitely, um, it's been a great learning experience, and I'm excited to be able to share a lot of what I've learned through the process with other individuals who are trying to live in their passion, whether that's to be an entrepreneur or not. Yeah, awesome. So like one of the things that we had touched on when we decided to do this together was learning to trust your inner compass when the world is telling you that you're wrong. And um, also being a successful woman, I know like now, thank God the world is changing. But about a few years ago, when you made all your successes, it wasn't one of the things that women will be the people like out there in front running their own businesses on the level that you did and things like that. So just helping me, cause I'm trying to get there and other people <laughs> that are actually listening, how do you get to trust that inner compass? Cause sometimes it just seems like, well, this is not gonna work. Mm. And it's just like, you just know, and then you believe within yourself. But then it's like, everybody's like, do you really want to do that? So how do you trust that inner compass and keep going? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think that they're actually two separate questions. Uh, They're connected. They're deeply connected. Um, I know that it's so easy. We're taught this from knee high um, or, or shorter um, to uh, do what we're told to do, to follow the lead of those who have more experience perhaps, or who are doing what we want to be doing, or we are looking at the competition or we're looking at people we think might be the competition mm-hmm. or all of that nice little juicy imposter syndrome that is baked into us mm-hmm. um, makes us not trust our own inner compass. And so I had, as I described, all of this wonderful success from external validation, right? Mm -hmm. The awards and Atta Girls that went along with it. And you're right. I mean, I was in a man's industry. It's less so now than it was, but it's still, I mean, every industry almost is still uh, lagging behind with women being involved in it. And I think what happens is we tend to step back and say, well, this doesn't feel authentic to me. This doesn't feel in integrity to me. I need to do something else. Mm-hmm. But we haven't done the work to build that inner connection. Yeah. And I, I say it's, it's the connection to our intuition. Uh, it's not just feminine intuition. Everybody's got intuition. Everybody's got that gut instinct, that that desire, that drive, that dream, that vision that we really want to bring into the world. We we want to have that influence and that impact. But then we're like, but, 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 but. Hmm. And we start looking at what other people are doing and we don't have immediate success. We built it. They didn't come. We give up. Yeah. And the reason that we build it and then we give up is because we didn't do the work between to build the strength of believing in our inner compass. Okay. So the question about how do I do that is I start working 
to connect first with that inner voice. You can call it intuition. You can call it your gut instinct. You can, you know, whatever you want to call it. But in order to build that, we have to have some sort of practice. And one of the things that I talk about in, in Own Your Own Shift is there's a whole chapter about how to do that called uh, Trust the Fire Within, right? Mm-hmm. And in order to build that, you have to build a bridge between your conscious mind and your unconscious mind. Yeah. You can do that a million different ways. You can do journaling. You can... Um, uh, do dream journals. Those are really powerful because when you're uh, setting an intention to remember your dreams, do you remember your dreams? Some I do. Some, okay. And, and they can be wild and wacky and that's the unconscious mind unfettered, right? Yeah. So I set an intention at night to remember my dream. Mm. When I wake up and you have to practice this a little bit before you get there, you wake up and the first thought in your mind is I'm going to remember my dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then when I wake up and I remember my dream and I write it down, it reminds me of another dream that I had and then another one and then another one and then another one. And so I start building that bridge and the more I do it, the more I remember and the more then that my unconscious connects with my conscious during my waking time. Yeah, nice. And then, you know, you can play little games with yourself. Which grocery line should I get in? Where do I think I'll find a parking space? Mm. I mean, you can play all kinds of games with yourself. Um, you know, when you turn on the radio or, you know, play some music and it, they're like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I was thinking or feeling right now. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, that, that billboard, that said what I needed to hear. There's yeah. my sign, right? Yes. That's your unconscious saying, I recognize that. Mm. That's your unconscious talking to you. It saw it. It said this. This is what I've been trying to get your attention with, mm-hmm. right? You know, when you, somebody pops into your mind and you say, gee, I haven't thought about them in a while. Maybe I'll give them a call, mm-hmm. right? Do it and see what it is that your unconscious mind is leading you to. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you build track record. Mm-hmm. And when you start building track record, curiosity saying what does this mean where is this taking me what am I learning here Mm. then then you're able to have a better connection when it comes to the really important stuff because you did it as a practice right if I start doing something really important like I'm now going to start my own business and I don't have any track record with my intuition Mm. yeah how am I how am I going to recognize it right so you start practicing now (laughs) Uh, another thing is meditation and guided meditations I have one of those where you go in to the meditation and you ask these questions of your higher self yes so that's that's a really powerful tool yes because um okay so on clubhouse I don't know if you're familiar with clubhouse I'm familiar with clubhouse but I'm an android user they haven't called up to me yet (laughs) Okay, so on Clubhouse, there's this room every morning um, from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time. There's this guy that comes on, and then the room just runs for an hour. Everybody comes in. You say your intentions for the day. We do it for 45 minutes. He goes around the room. Everybody says what their intentions for the day is. And then go into 15 minutes of meditation and manifestation. And I just started going in that room two weeks ago. And 
I had been dealing with certain things personally where I had just been dealing with moments of self-doubt, moments of just feeling like, you know what, I don't, it was things that I didn't have control over, but for some reason, I just kept being so overwhelmed. And instead of dwelling in what was next, I kept dwelling in what could be the bigger picture. Instead of taking the next step, I just kept looking at the end result. And it's like, well, I can't get to the end result right now. Instead of just taking one step, but being able to sit there and every morning set my intentions. Mm-hmm. And then going into that moment of manifestation, I mean, meditation, and then channeling the right energy into me and getting out all the negative energy and trying to reprocess the, all of that as positive energy and then ending all of that with manifestation. It has been a game changer for me over the past year. Absolutely. And I never tried it before. It was just one of those days I was in a room that you know, they have all this quick billion room, make your first million in two weeks room and all of that. I was like, Ugh, let me try something new. I saw this. It was, I think it was the guy's profile picture. It had so much color in it. I'm like, oh, let me see this. I got in there and then boom, that was it. <laughs> and it has changed my mind. So I just, I really resonated with that. And yes, the whole track record thing and how you mm-hmm. just set things in your subconscious. And then now it's like, oh, well, you know, just take the next step. Just Absolutely. take the next step. Just take the next step. And that's it. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's really the essence. You know, I, I talk about being the unstoppable leader and using inner wisdom for outrageous success. And, and if you're going to go surround yourself, Surround yourself with the positive people, right? Go in and surround yourself with the people that inspire you mm-hmm. because that's going to get things really popping for you. I mean, uh, I, I talk about being a tribe, right? Uh, you, you have to find the tribe that's going to support you in moving in the direction you feel called. You can't join the tribe mm-hmm. that's going to tell you which way to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you're choosing from an inner place, which tribe you're going to be a part of. Uh, uh, a la clubhouse with this wonderful manifestation and intention setting, right? Powerful stuff, right? The other thing is, how do you become unstoppable? One step at a time. Yep. You're not going to make all the steps all at once. You're not going to eat the elephant all at once, right? One step at a time. Definitely. Yes, that is amazing. But like, so, you know, it's a new process for me. Like, I only just started meditating. And just like with anything in life, especially, you know, for me, it's like, my mind goes at 5 million miles per hour. And it's just world the world naturally and just people generally just Mm -hmm. being able to stay on track what was that one thing that helped you stay focused through it all and helped you just find like okay well I know this is where I'm headed my inner voice is telling me this is it how did you shut out the noise Uh, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not sure that I always did shut out the noise. Mm. I certainly didn't shut out the noise. And, and I, want, I want your listeners to really let this sink in. Mm-hmm. The, the outer success that I had with my agencies was killing me physically. 
It was killing me relationally. And I did not shut out the noise while I was manifesting that success, right? Because that was not success from my inner compass. Mm. That was 25 years of going with the flow. Whichever way the flow took me, I went. Mm. And you can be really successful doing that, Mm. by the way, from an external standpoint. Yeah. But what I'm talking about is the internal satisfaction, the internal joy that comes from listening to your inner compass. And it takes care of your health and your well-being at the same time. And you can still have, you can still manifest those external successes that you want, but you're going to do it from a much healthier, more balanced place. So today, I can say that I've been able to shut out the noise. And I do that there. I have non-negotiables. Mm. And my non-negotiables actually tie in very well with this clubhouse room you're talking about. Every morning, yeah, I spend time in meditation. I spend time journaling. And in my journal, I set my intentions. I loved that you talked about the intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I set five intentions, not for what I'm going to do, but mm-hmm. how I'm going to be during the day. Oh, yeah. And and I and I do my my physical exercise, you know, mm-hmm. and um and I do some I do some uh positive readings that really get me in a healthy headspace, right? So whatever that means to you. Um and, and I think that's an individual thing. So so that helps me really focus. So when I sit down at my desk, and I do spend a lot of time at my desk when I'm not speaking on a stage or writing a book or whatever. You know, when I sit down at my desk, I know what I'm doing, and I can I can measure it against my purpose, and my values, and my vision. Does this align or doesn't it align? Mm. And the only way to know what my vision and my mission and my values are is I've got to spend time connecting with that inner voice. So I went while you were speaking, I said, I need to find the name of the person that hosts the room. His name is Chris Delany. He's on Instagram at I am Chris Delany. On oh, there. wonderful. I, I will follow him. I yeah, like his style. He said he's the intentional connector. So absolutely beautiful mission, beautiful mission. <laughs> Yeah, so I just had to give him a quick plug because he's always plugging people into whenever he sees people that can make a good connection, he always does that. So it's only fair. That's fantastic. Yes. Oh, you know, people are going to want to know, right? They're going to. Yeah, absolutely. So at what moment did you feel like you reconciled your inner peace and your inner voice with your outward success? There were several moments. And I, and I, I want to say this is a process. I I think that's the most important thing. You'll have an aha. You'll move in that direction. And then as you grow and evolve, you're going to shift. Mm. And 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 rather than saying, well, that first direction was wrong, you get Mm. to say, it was part of the process. That served me. That served me during that time. And now I'm moving in another direction. I don't have to see it as one and done. And I think that's very true of our purpose and our mission will evolve and grow with us if we're showing up fully. You know, when I started my first agency, I I had kind of a, I call it the Moses moment. I hadn't taken a vacation in 
gosh, five years. Um, I had worked around the clock and, uh, you know, I was at work at seven until seven. I ate lunch at my desk. I was just heads down working for this large global company. And um, so when I finally took vacation and I went to this beautiful location, some, some folks may know it's Sedona, Arizona. It's gorgeous. It has all of these energy vortexes, you know, and I hiked up to one of them and I sat there and I meditated and I literally had this unbidden, like audible from my intuition that said, it's time to go out on your own. Mm. I came down from the mountain, literally. <laughs> and in 30 days, I had started my first agency. And I had that agency for 15 years. Okay, so that, that was one. But during that time, I then got off um, focus from that intuitive nudge, right? Mm -hmm. Was the nudge wrong? Was I wrong? I, I'm not going to sit here and say either one. Mm -hmm. but, but today, my aha was when I studied to be a minister. And I, so it just clicked for me oh my gosh, all of this business that I've been steeped in for 25 years is all foundationally spiritual. Mm -hmm. There isn't a difference. And I'm not talking spiritual religion. I'm talking about the idea mm -hmm. of our beliefs and our values and our mission and our vision. Those are spiritual ideas. Yeah. Right? And so when I marry the two, look out. Right. That's where that's where I felt like I was really on fire. Mm. Sounds good. Yes. Okay. So understand that it's part, it's a process. Absolutely. Even if it doesn't work out, at least it served you in that moment while you were doing it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's either working out or it's working out. It's either working out the way you want it to, or you're learning a tremendous amount in the process. And it's so powerful to embrace it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always say never a failure, always a lesson. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. There you go. Yeah. So let's talk about your book. Oh, okay. I love to talk about my book. On your own shift. Yes. So I'm guessing it's all your experiences that pushed you to write the book or that inspired the book. It is, it is that. And it's also, um, I, I work with, I, you know, I coach a lot of people when I speak about, I'm really talking about personal transformation. I think for most of, most of us, our self-worth is kind of tied up in what we do for a living, how we earn an income. Um, but personal transformation is, is a, it's a process. It's a universal process. And, you know, if you're getting married, if you're moving, if you're starting a new job, if you're starting a new business, you're going through a transformation. And what's hard for you might be easy for somebody else. True. And um, wherever it is that it's easy for you, you don't really think, oh, I'm going through this process because it's easy for you. Yeah. But when you get stuck, that's when it's helpful to have the process that I'm outlining in the book. So what I did was I looked at all of these transformations that I've been through and the people that I coach have been through, and I put it together in these stages that are necessary mm -hmm. for us to move through, especially those difficult transformations. And I, I, you know, share the stories of my, my Moses moment, but I, you know, I'm also talking about um, things that I've learned from, running a business, things that I've learned from being in marriages that didn't work out. I learned about myself, right? How I show up. I'm now in a successful 12-year marriage. 
I don't see an end in sight. I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons there, right? And so I share those. I, you know, I share the lessons that I've learned about myself so that someone else can stand on my learnings in their own transformation. Awesome. So you've mentioned unstoppable and you've said unstoppable a lot today. <laughs> oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes. And it comes up in the title of your book again. So if you are to describe, if you're to tell someone you can be unstoppable, this is how to be unstoppable in like one line, what mm. would that one line be? That one line would be to be able to tap into the inner fire mm. and believe in it mm-hmm. to such a to such a degree yeah. that that you are willing to keep going, even though it looks like there's something in your way. Mm. It is it is a devotion to the process. It is a willingness to surrender to the process. And uh, one of the really meaningful uh, experiences that I had that anchored this for me, and I do talk about this in the book, is uh, doing a firewalk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much you know about firewalks. I knew very little before I did it, but I knew that about 2 million people had done it yeah. <laughs> successfully. And um, I it, it had to believe that there was some sort of physics behind it. Yeah. Right. Because what they do is they make a very level, even bed of coals. Mm-hmm. And so the, I don't know if you know this, but the embers are what conducts heat. So if you touch the embers, you will get burned. But uh-huh. if you if you stay on the coals, the coals do not conduct heat. I'm and you just listening. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. And and so you know I studied all that, you know, and I went and and did the firewalk and, and there were about 80 of us. And you know, you didn't have to do the firewalk. It was like, you know, whatever you want to do. And I was like, okay, I'm all psyched and I'm gonna do it, you know, and they make you sign the waivers and all that good stuff stuff. But when you walk across it, if you go too fast, you're running, right? I'm going to get across it really fast, right? What are you going to do? You're going to put your weight down Mm. through the coals to the embers and you're going to get burned, right? And if you go too slow, your weight's going to sink down. Mm. And so you're going to then touch the embers and you're going to get burned. Yeah. So the whole trick is to not go too slow, not go too fast. Hmm. And the other part of the firewalk is the facilitator is at the other end, holding a piece of paper where you wrote the thing you want most in this world. Hmm. Come and get it. Come and get it. And so it's nine feet of coals that you walk across. And I was like, okay, I'm not going too fast. I'm not going too slow. And, you know, you walk straight across Mm. and it's hot yeah but you do not get burned and that's the trick to being unstoppable is Mm. to not try to race through the process to not try to stop every time you take a step Mm. and go how'd I do how'd I do how'd I do how'd I do right you just keep going because at the other end is that thing you want most Hmm. I never thought about it that way. So hmm. I know that's not one sentence, but that's that's the essence. That's the essence of unstoppable. Yeah. Hmm. 
So yeah, that was amazing. I wrote a whole lot of stuff down. <laughs> and I'm so glad because this is it it just connects with everything that I've been doing over the past two weeks. And is it just seemed like this was like uh this is my aha moment right here. <laughs> oh, I love it. Confirming it for me, like hey, one step at a time and just aim for the goal. So Thank you. It was really amazing having you on here. A pleasure. Yeah, this, it means a lot to me. And I hope the same way you've been able to touch me and connect with me, someone out there is also connected to Mm. everything that you said today. And I will have the information to your book also in the details of the episode and any other way people can try to reach out to you if they want to get involved or get in contact with you if that's okay. That would be incredible. I love to serve. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate you. And that was Stacy. And this was really enlightening for me, like I said earlier. And I'm so glad that we had this conversation. I hope the same way it was able to touch me and you know help me connect with certain things, it will help one person or two people out there. So if this episode like made you feel a way, or even if it didn't, and you just want to say something to me, please follow me on all socials is at Miss P Speaks Pod. That's MSP Speaks Pod on all socials. Um, you can also connect with me on my website. Just leave your email address. There's a um, connect connect page where you can send me a message. On my website, you can actually leave me a voice message when you go to the website, www.misspeakspod.com. There's a little mic on there, and then you can actually record a voice message and send it to me. And uh, thank you again for being a part of this episode. If this is your first time, please come back, share it with a friend or an enemy, <laughs> just share it with somebody. And Till next time, be loyal to the version of me that you know, and do not judge me by my podcast. Bye-bye.